Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Looking for Lillard. Durant a three. Too strong. And Delavadova with a great punch out to Ingles for the exclamation point. Australia up by eight with three seconds left. And it's two straight losses for Team USA in Las Vegas. 91 to 83 boomers. We walked into this game not expecting to win. We're not here to, to play these games and, and not saying anyone's going to lose, but like we, I, I think the people around our team and our locker room, we've been building and preparing this 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 team and this uh, basketball Australia for, for a long time for these moments. 12 years ago, started slowly been getting better and better over these last few campaigns. And then obviously with the last couple finishing fourth, we're right there. And obviously we've, we've proved it in the past that we, we can compete and, and match it with anybody. So obviously it's nice to win, but um, we came in here expecting to win the game. That's Joe Ingles, 17 points as Australia beats Team USA in an Olympic tune-up, 91-83. The Aussies down at halftime took control of the game in the third quarter, and PK, they did not flinch down the stretch. USA Stars had multiple good three-point shots and couldn't hit them, and they couldn't, couldn't put any pressure on Australia in those final couple of minutes. And this is an exhibition game, right? Yep. And you must have been really bored. You watched this whole thing? Pretty much. I didn't watch one second. Not really. I it's, watched some home run derby, but I mostly watched basketball. It's a preseason game. We did all that work to find the channel for you, and you did not watch I mean, watch you guys it. are soccer, so you get into these things that don't count. Talk to me when it counts. Why would I be worried about a preseason game? Because the games have followed the preseason games in the past. Okay, so then I really got to get into October. I'm clearing my schedule. Do we have the Jazz preseason schedule? I'm talking about the Olympics, PK. They rolled in 2016. Well, they rolled in the tune-up games in 2016. Although, as Popovich said in his postgame, it did get it did get tighter in some of those games. In so now we're going back four years, and I was supposed to worry about it. That's the last Olympics. <laughs> you have too much time on your hand to be worried about exhibition games. Well, that's all that was on last night. Home run derby's an exhibition. This is exhibition. We got all these channels, and that was all. That's not the point. You can watch it all you want. I'm talking about worrying about it. You obviously were worrying about it. I didn't think the U.S. played well. I don't know if I worried about it. Well, in a sports sense. But in a sports sense, yeah, the U.S. didn't look good. No. It's an exhibition game. And hopefully that was the deal. And they're missing three guys to the NBA Finals. So there was uh, no real sense of urgency. Uh, Why should there be? Because they don't look good. And they're the U.S., and we expect them to look good. Come on, USA. Well, I want to see their practice today to see how they look. Because if they don't look good in practice, which is essentially what this was, then I'm going to be worried. Right? Well, you, you're in luck because it's Argentina tonight. Oh, so if they roll, then... Then the story will be they're coming together. Well, make sure you let me know, okay? We will. Tomorrow, right about this time. Because I sure as hell ain't going to watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Pete. It's an all-star game. I'd rather watch that. Than a practice basketball game? Do I not, not do I not watch enough basketball in my life that no. I gotta worry about and tweet about a practice game? 
Suns assistant coach Willie Green has reportedly emerged as the frontrunner for the vacant New Orleans Pelicans head coaching position. Willie Green, 12-year playing veteran, spent the last two years in Phoenix, three years before that on the Warriors coaching staff. Right place, right time. Warriors, that looks good on the resume. You waiting for me? Yeah. What do I say on coaches? DJ and PK. <laughs> I wouldn't have any clue about Willie Green. <laughs> Hashtag NFL. We took a lot of steps to ensure that all voices were heard and accounted for. We prioritized listening to the Native and Indigenous community. And while it's not monolithic in its perspective, they were clear in their direction to us. And so we have made a firm decision to not include Native American imagery in a direct or peripheral way in the new name, logo, and identity. Given the dialogue that's been there about the name over the years, it was the right thing to do to have a clean break. So we don't know what the Washington football team is going to be called, but that's been ruled out now. Who's Jason Wright? The team president. Because you obviously ignored that because you didn't know either, so I figured you out. It's right here in the second line. Yeah, he wrote it. <laughs> team president Jason Wright. Yeah, but this is, this is like a year late? Pretty much. Okay, I was They're wondering if I clean. missed something. And with the music in the background, I assume that's some video presentation the club did explaining what Correct. they're doing. Correct. Would they please go with the pigskins? You're a mover and shaker. You win awards. Tell these people. They don't go with the pigskins. And then you got everything covered. We're good to go. And to be in the Washington Monuments or something. Let's see. Monuments? Wow, aren't you politically incorrect? Where are you, buddy? Get with the times. Monuments are coming down left and right. Monuments? So far, the Washington (laughs) Monument and the Lincoln Monument haven't come down yet. The MLK Monument hasn't come down yet. And that's not coming down. That's what they should name. Either the Skins or the Kings. Those are your two things. Go with either of those. Or the Kingskins. The what, huh? <laughs> Just create a nickname. Broncos, uh, former Broncos offensive line coach Alex Gibbs, a key part of the staff to help the Broncos win back-to-back Super Bowls in the late 1990s. Has died at the age of 80. Team announced he died from complications from a stroke. Was surrounded by his family in Phoenix. He's a link to those Super Bowl titles. The zone blocking scheme and Terrell Davis running for 2,000 yards. Link to the good old days for the Broncos. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Is he going to hit the scoreboard? He's one away from time. Did he just win it? He just won it. Pete Alonso, home run derby champ again. And he had 30 seconds, 31 seconds left on the clock. That was a pretty spectacular performance, I got to tell you. Shohei was voted in as the DH, and he was one of the five starting pitchers voted in by the players. I think we would all respect what he's done and meant to our game this year. This is what the fans want to see. It's personally what I want to see. Highlights from Home Run Derby and American League manager Kevin Cash on Shohei Otani's plans. Going to bat him lead off. Get him up there and give the people what they want. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's a star. And he's a, you could argue he's the number one attraction. In baseball right now. I thought his home run pitcher sucked, man. Kept throwing him high and inside. 
Only had one home run those first 16 now, pitches. Lob it over the heart of the plate. Everything was high. Was he trying to get him out? <laughs> was it jamming? Was it was it the fix in? Now I've pitched home run derby before. You gotta just lay that thing right there, belt high, meat over the middle. So are you trying to auction yourself off for Joe and Donovan when they do their home run derby? I doubt I could throw 60 feet anymore. Okay. But uh, this was a this is about 10 years ago. There was actually a home run derby over here at the ballpark, and and I was asked to pitch. You've told me about it, yeah. High school kids, and uh, yeah. My uh, batter hit like ten home runs, so it was it was fun to do. The pitcher for Juan Soto went to my high school. He's the been a hitting coach in the bigs for a good long while now. Kevin Long played at the U of A. Shohei Otani got eliminated right away by Juan Soto. Well, right away in the first round, double overtime. Extra innings, whatever they want to call that. They need a bonus at bats to end that. And then Pete Alonso ended everything. Man, he just got in a groove and everything flew out of the park. He did. He wins back-to-back. Ken Griffey Jr. He only got to win a home run derby three times, so that'll give uh, Alonso something to chase going forward. The Midsummer Classic gets underway tonight, 5.30 on Fox. Otani will be the starting pitcher for the American League. He'll bat leadoff, and it'll get going tonight. Major League Baseball announcing it's committing up to $150 million to the Players Alliance, a nonprofit organization formed last year composed of active and former Major League players aiming to build more equitable systems in baseball and increase black representation throughout the sport. American black. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a good thing. I just don't know that it's going to work, honestly. $150 is not enough. You've got to uh, get you, grassroots uh, interest. Yeah, I don't think it's... It, money's important, sure. Because a part of the story is, well, there aren't fields and kids aren't playing at six, eight, and ten and getting started. Yeah, they've gone. The culture has gone away from it. Go play I mean, basketball. Yeah, I mean, I can. T- I, this Football. is this is something that's dear to my heart because I saw it now going back thirty years ago when I covered preps and my high schools that I covered were Crenshaw, Dorsey, uh, Washington, Fremont, Manual Arts. That was part that was in the league. With the, uh, with the the public uh, L.A. City schools in the South Bay, Narbonne, Banning, Carson, Pedro High. And you could see, talking, my wife worked at Washington for 10 years. I mean, that's right in the heart. She knew the baseball coach. She knew the basketball coach. She was a softball and volleyball coach at the, the school, and it was 95% African American. And those coaches were longtime baseball coaches, and they'd get... 13, 14, 15 kids come out for baseball and 120 to go out for basketball. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, but and ten, so I don't know that it's going to change. Time. Yeah, but the DH, 10 kids at a time play over there and five over there, but I know, the numbers know. But, you know, with Magic and the Showtime and yeah. and all that stuff, it was just at the, uh, the zenith of basketball. I'm sure it was caught up when Shaq and Kobe were doing their thing. I wasn't living there at the time. But during the Laker run, I was there... Uh, eyeball deep in it all and I had talked to the Washington coach and he expressed his concern so and then now I mean you look at college baseball I mean I watched the draft the other night the first several players were all Caucasian I mean obviously that's not going to happen in any other sports Uh, and so they've got to find a way 
Because in, in, in economics, you know, travel ball is where it's at, and that costs an arm and a leg, man. Some of the 150 bucks, 150 million, million yeah. bucks can go to forming travel teams? Sure, if they're interested. Right. You got to get the interest first. The money is great because it allows it to happen, but the interest has got to be there first, and I'm not sure that the interest is there. And meanwhile, in the Latin American countries, the interest is exploding. Yeah. I wish it would change. No, I mean, not not change. I'm fine with the, the Latin American, but get more African Americans because it's a it's a tragedy to me for those of us who love the game. And you look back in the '60s and you see Frank Robinson comes to mind. You know what? He's a guy who won the MVP in in both leagues. Ozzie Smith, Ozzie Smith's teammate in high school was Eddie Murray. <laughs> that team was loaded. Yeah, and Rich Murray, his brother, they went to Lock High School which is in Watts, would that happen now? Not and, likely. And why shouldn't it happen now? It sucks that it doesn't happen now. It, to me. Wait, I got to watch USA. Oh, yeah, man, they did look like crap. Jeez. Popovich, get it going, man. No, he just got into it, the media over question afterwards. I, you know, I saw that. Was he really getting into it? Yeah. I didn't think so. Well, granted, he's done more awkward third-quarter interviews than that. That oh, wasn't his most awkward. You see some pregames that aren't published, uh, televised. Right. I mean, Locke, he beat Are you going to let me Locke. finish? Are you going to let me finish? I didn't even think that was that big of a deal. Yeah. Cracked Damian Lillard up until I think he thought, ooh, Pop is not having fun here. He's angry. And then Lillard I didn't think he was face. angry, though. Oh, yeah, I thought he was. I think he wanted to speak, and the guy was interrupting him, so... What he said, his statement was right. I didn't. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, especially for him. I mean, because he's, give you the he's used part. to giving us lectures. I mean, that's what he does. He has all the answers, although he has all the criticism. At least politically, he doesn't really offer answers. He just gives you all sorts of criticism. Although I haven't heard him complain about the gas prices or anything. For I must have missed it. It must have been out there somewhere since January. I'm not sure. I, I got to pay more of attention because I'm sure he's had stuff to say. He hasn't gone silent politically since January. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he likes higher gla- gra- gas prices. Figures people are using less gas because climate change. And, uh, yeah, I, I was fine with what he said. Now go ahead and coach the team and, and get it better because if it doesn't win the gold, then it's a major story. Absolutely major story if he doesn't win the gold. Salt Lake Bees suffered their second straight loss, 7-3. Rivercats beat them. They play again tonight. Smith's ballpark It's the series finale. First pitch at 6-35. Get your tickets at slbs.com or listen to Steve Klauke with a call right here on the Zone Sports Network. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Greg Moore, sports columnist for the Arizona Republic. Get his take on the NBA Finals. And as a columnist writing about everything, the Arizona football rebuild and ASU is the NCAA going after them. But the number one story is the Suns and the NBA Finals. And what are they going to do in Game 4 and where is this series going? Huge game, man. Possibly a a series-deciding game without it being a game cl- a series clincher because if the suns suns win they're up 3 to 1 and they are in the driver's seat and if they don't 
And Yanni oh, goes for 40, they them. haven't solved them, and they're right. not going to solve them. Yeah. Because obviously they're going to make adjustments, but we can get to that. All right, BJ Reigns, Boise State writer for the Idaho Press Tribune. The countdown to college football is on. We'll talk with BJ Reigns about the Broncos, who of course are playing both the Aggies and the Cougars, and they've had a coaching change up there. And how good are the Broncos? We'll talk with BJ Reigns at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah is voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30, presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON, on your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 the zone and the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK in the morning, proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Multiple questions of the day. We got more on uh, USA basketball and the Olympic tune-up in 0-2, and we'll get to that in a second. But we promised at the end of yesterday's show we're gonna spend a little time on this. Was he being literal? Was there something bigger at play? And was Donovan Mitchell toying with us on social media? Like he was toying. On Monday morning, Donovan Mitchell tweeted out one word: "Hungry." Yeah. What do you think he means? I think he means he's hungry for the title, man. I love this kid. I love his desire. I love his heart. I love his ability. I love his passion. I love his focus. He's he's got what it takes. He's a mini Kobe when it comes to that. The six version, not the six six version. Right, right. Obviously, he's much shorter, and you know you wish he would be taller and all that stuff, but he wouldn't have been available at twelve. It's amazing. As with twelve, I think it was. Uh, it's amazing that he lasted that long. Now, in retrospect, but you know you can do that for a lot of drafts, and he's one fun, of them. It's a fun game. We've played it before. He's, we'll play it again. He's there, and I, I just think he has everything that it takes. And I think he didn't tweet out hunt. Monday morning that he was hungry food-wise. The night after a playoff game. I mean, he, this is not the first time he's been hungry since the season ended. <laughs> he's not tweeting out for each and every meal? Because there are a lot of people who are just taking him literally. No, I don't. I don't at all. My instincts say, do not take this literally. Nancy says he needs to eat. Chowder says he wants a crown burger. He needs to cr- quench his thirst, and his thirst is the ship... He wants to be on the big stage. He wants all the acclaim. Booker's gotten some good run in this postseason, right? Now, he didn't shoot the ball well the other night. But he's gotten some good run. Because their their careers, I can't really compare Donovan Mitchell to Chris Paul, who's been doing it now for uh, 16 years. You know, And this, this kid's only been doing it for four. And I think Booker's been, what, five years? Uh, but Booker's sort of in the same category, and he's getting some run. And I can see where Donovan would be jealous of that. I don't have any problem with that. That's a healthy jealousy. I want that to be me, because not because I just want all the glory. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he wants the acclaim and attention that comes with greatness. He wants to show every. We know it here, but he wants to show on the highest stage, biggest stage possible. He wants to be the best of the best. 
and he can be. He wants to get in a series with another elite player and just now duel him. He can Take do him that. Down. I really believe in his athletic ability, not just ability, because ability just is just that. It's just the athletic ability. I yeah, you have to have the mindset, and you've got to want it. And it's got to be a burning desire. And I believe old Mitch has that. Well, it's sweet because that was a painful playoff loss. They all should be. And if Every he's team. got that, then it ought to spur him to even greater heights. Every he playoff was, loss should be painful. Don't you think he was better this past season than it was two years ago? And he'll be better in two seasons than he is from now. Yep. And that's a good sign because he was awesome. Yeah. This is who I, I believe this is who he is. I've been saying it now for weeks and months. Dallin's with you. He says we all know what it means. He's going to put in the work to get better at every aspect of his game, and he won't stop until we are champions. And then he'll continue. I don't know that he'll stop, but uh, yeah, I see that. That's the overwhelming drive. He's going. He's had money his whole life. Let's call it like it is. He's gone to multiple private schools, and if you live over there in Connecticut, the, that that Fairfield County is one of the richest counties in the in the, in the world. I mean, if you come from there, you came from extravagant means. You came from luxury. And good for you. And whoever got that probably earned it. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't have any problem with that. So that's where he's from. So he, it's not money, really, because he's had it. And you've gone multiple country day schools, as they call them. I don't know if that's the literal name. It's a Michigan school, the Fab Five. Yeah, some of the Fab Five guys went to, right? Only Chris Weber. But, oh, uh, yeah, but country day doesn't scream inner city. <laughs> he's talked about moving between two worlds. So, Yeah, and so he's got – so money can't be driving him because he's got it now. The thing kicks in this year, right? So he's going to have – He's there. He's already had – pretty good access to money or the benefits that money brings and now he's going to get it even at a much higher level so that's taken care of the drive is for the opportunity to be the best and to have you be acknowledged i think that is the right type of ego to have to have that drive kobe obviously had it to be the very very best and to be recognized and in this league, in order to do that, you have to win. You know, we're talking about Shohei Otani, right? I think his team is one or two games above 500. And, you know, you got the A's and the Astros in there. Seattle's ahead of them in the uh, AL West, right? So it's a pretty good division. And as it stands now, they're not in the playoff. If I had to guess, I would say no. But yet Shohei right now is uh, capturing baseball's imagination, and you know, are you best player uh, in that possible right right now? He's and but they're not going to make the playoffs, so that would never fly in basketball. You've got to be where the Suns and Bucks are right now. So, for fans of this team, who are most of our listeners, yeah, I believe that you've got something special here. If you do that in basketball, that makes you Zion Williamson. Young guy, maybe on the way up, but hasn't got his team there yet. Or Steph Curry, team gutted by injury. Well, Curry's already proven himself, so he doesn't need to prove himself more. Sitting on his three titles. Yeah, and so he's he's got all the acclaim. And sure, he wants it again. Of course he wants it again. And we'll see 
uh, what the what they can do. Uh, we'll, we'll know here if they're going to make trades coming up in a couple of weeks. I have to believe that has an opportunity to be exciting and interesting to see what the Warriors do because they got some picks all lined up where they pick in seventh or something like that. And what are they going to do? Keep that pick? And Wiseman, the young big man, is the, you know, turning 20 years old. Uh, the future is immediately now for them. So how do they handle that? So that'll be fun to watch to see what they do because there'll be a domino effect there too. But Curry's already got his. And Williamson uh, remains to be seen. I mean, he he was a media hype. If you go to Duke, you're instantly media hyped. If uh, Mitchell wanted that, he should have gone to Duke because uh, uh, Louisville gets it, but not to the level that Duke gets it. And so we'll see what Williamson can do, if he can stay healthy with that big body of his. But Mitchell's the man. He's the man right here now. And get him some help because everybody needs help. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and how far can he take you? Because right now, players of his position, I think he compares favorably to every single one of them. The greatest of the greats on the perimeters right now, I believe that he is there. And going to get better, too. That's what's awesome. Going to get better. He was scoring at will, it looked like, in the playoffs this year. I mean, I the bubble you could kind of write off, well, it's the bubble and they're not traveling and there's no fans and people aren't yelling at you and all that stuff. But he made the bubble look like it wasn't a fluke. Well, I don't write off anything when they're playing. Uh, when, when games count, I don't, I, I don't write, write it off. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't write it off. What he did. I mean, Phoenix went zero. And that, the whole idea of you can write that off, that, that Why? Why would I want to do that? They were playing. Score was kept. It mattered. Phoenix went 8-0 and zero in that bubble, so clearly that mattered. Uh, and they used that as a springboard to where they are this season. Uh, the way I look at it, you name me a player at his position, and who do I look at and say, I would clearly take that player over Mitchell? Nobody. Luca. I take Mitchell. I don't think I can top Luca. If you're taking him over Luca, well, Lillard, obviously. I can top Luca, Lillard. I'd say Dame's probably the one that a lot of people yeah. locally are going to think of. Lillard's the guy. I I, I go to Lillard above the guy you just named. Yeah, to me, Lillard is is the standard at that position. Curry, naming the best of the best. I take Mitchell. You know, you get the age factor in too. Yeah, with Curry and one Lillard. Guy, one guy's. Uh, How old is Lillard now? Thirty. Lillard was he? 28, 29, 30. Is he not thirty yet? Uh, no, he's thirty. He just turned it. Yeah. Or he's about to turn thirty-one, actually. Well, Mitchell's about, about to turn twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I. I the proverbial sky limit type of thing, any any way you want to phrase it. So I don't believe that that hungry was him wanting cheesecake. <laughs> the early in the morning for cheesecake. Brayden says maybe he just wanted pancakes. That's definitely my go-to if I'm hungry in the morning. Chris, he typoed hungry, 
He typed Hungary, which is where he typoed it, which is where he's vacationing. No or it, it was uh, he was up early and it was time for the workout. Whether he was on a court or lifting weights or whatever, it was go time. Getting in the morning workout. I believe hungry equaled passion, desire. He didn't need to be fed. He needed his thirst for a title quenched. So he should have said thirsty. Because <laughs> he has something that needs to be quenched. And thirsty, when you're thirsty, having something that needs to be quenched is much harder than if you're hungry to be fed. So thirsty is the thing. Because thirsty is trickier to accomplish. When you're thirsty, there's few things that could quench that thirst. Whereas if you're hungry, there's a million things that can fill you up. So it's about thirst. Thirst is the better word. Then there aren't a bunch of things that can fill you up. There's one trophy you got to have. Yeah, and even in the literal sense, if you're hungry, you can get all sorts of crap, junk food and whatnot, and take care of that. But when you're thirsty and you need it quenched, there's only like two or three things that are going to work. Whatever that might be for the individual. So thirsty is the better description. And that's where I think he was going. And he likes to do that. You know, put stuff out there. One or two words, whatever it might be. Rather than explain it. He knew exactly what he was doing. He wasn't asking, asking for res- restaurant recommendations. Jeremy, he wants his own Hardee's commercial. Does Hardee's exist anymore? In the Midwest. Okay. We know it as Carl's Jr. here. I don't go to any of that stuff. I don't. A Carl Malone classic commercial back in the day. Yeah. Or he was hitting the court to add one more thing to his game. One more thing for next year's playoffs. Uh, I don't think he needs to add anything. I think he's already got it. He's got the game. The great thing now, it's on the management to provide him with some weapons alongside of him or keep the ones they have, whatever whatever direction they decide to go. Uh, I think that uh, that's what he's saying. He's sending a message. Make, me sure the re- make sure the rest of the roster is good enough. Yeah. And he, I think he's putting everybody on notice. And that's what's great about this. See, the thing about, uh, you know, there was that thing, uh, somebody had sources or something, or Dwayne Wade is worried about uh, his Mitchell's long-term uh, home here in Utah and his tenure. I'm not worried at all. Zero worry. Zero? Zero. You can't even have a little. I'll tell you why. Do you want to know why? Yes, I do. Because I think people have either a little or a lot. I think there's a lot of people who are like, mm, come on, and that's years down the road. We got a lot of 
we got a lot of basketball to watch before it comes to that to that point. Bulls are fat. Well, he could force a trade now if he wanted. If he, I mean, if he wanted to just make things go south in a hurry, so it doesn't have to be years away. It could be this year if he wanted. He signed for four, and I suppose you can't rule that out, but that isn't really how things work in the NBA. You get down to where there's two years to go before the opt-out deal, and then the speculation will really start. But he signed for a five-year deal, and the fifth year is his option. So, Yeah, I don't know. Paul George did it, yeah. and he was gone the next year. So uh, I stand by my statement. If he wanted out, he can make it known that he wants out, and he probably is out. So... That could happen. So soon. why are you at zero percent worried? Because I compare it to Hayward. Hayward wanted a claim. He was chasing something that he was never going to get. He wanted the glory for personal satisfaction. And so he chased it at Boston, a legendary franchise in all of sports, the Celtics, obviously. Not just basketball. So he wanted to be part of the brightest lights. And he felt he needed to chase it. Right? And so he was gone. We all knew he was gone. We said he was gone. We got in trouble for saying he was gone. And he was gone. Gone! So, both you and I, we went through that experience. That was a good time. And we knew that that's where he was going to go. So when the announcement came... It was to the surprise of zero people, at least to us, the two of us. And, you know, we had heard stuff, whatever, and we got to negotiate and being sensitive and all that, and we went through that rigmarole. And that's a word I have no idea how to spell, but I've always loved rigmarole. And so he went chasing that. Mitchell understands you don't chase it. You do what you need to do, and it comes to you. It will follow you. You don't need to go to wherever to get it. If you're good enough, it'll follow you. It's just like these kids coming up uh, in high school or whatever, and they want to play professional sports. If you're good enough, they will find you. You don't need to go there. There's plenty of guys. Weber State for Lillard, right? Plenty good enough. He was good enough. So Weber State was actually irrelevant to Damian Lillard's being where he is right now. He could have, I believe, he could have played anywhere. Good, good on the Weber State guys for Randy and recognizing that talent and all and developing it and helping him put in that spot. And that's great. And I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But they'll find you. And I believe it's the same thing here. He wants, speaking of Mitchell, the highest of team honors. He wants to win the title, right? So if that team, when it comes time for the option year and all that stuff, this team here, this organization, if it's a competitive at the highest level, he's not going to want to go. Because he understands, too, well, you like LeBron, whoop de do! You got a title for the Lakers. Wow, that was sure surprising and original. Hey, who are you when you're done? He's LeBron. That's is what he, he is. Is he a Cavalier? Yeah. Is he a Heat? Is he a Laker? He's not a Laker. 
Right. Right, exactly. Magic was. Kobe was. I think, yeah. I think in my mind, LeBron will be a Cav. Four years in Miami yeah. with the super team. Doesn't do it. And drafted cert- by the Cavs and went back and won here. a memorable title there. Yeah, but I see he's going to be LeBron, so he's, yeah. he's, I don't know if he's going to he's live a, there and, his and, brand, and anything. His brand is above the team's brand in right. the three teams. And so, team. and Stockton tried to tell that to Hayward, but he had stars in his eyes. He wanted to chase something that he was incapable of achieving. And we've seen that. The Boston thing was a disaster. And maybe it would have been different if he didn't break his ankle, what was his ankle or leg there five minutes. He doesn't into it. get hurt, and right that was miserable. That was yeah. unfortunate, and uh, and that sucked all the way around. But I don't know that he's better than Jason Tatum. I would argue, uh, most people would agree that he isn't. So he went chasing something that he was never going to be able to achieve. Mitchell can achieve it. He doesn't need to chase it. So if the team is in position to allow him to be on that stage and bring those fellows along, I believe he's. He stays. And all the acclaim will come running after you. You don't need to go run after it. So that's why it, it has nothing to do. He may leave, but he's not going to leave because I want to do it in New York. He wants to do it. He would do it anywhere. Oshkosh. You name the place. Vernal. It doesn't matter where he does it. It matters that he does it. That's the most important thing here. And that's probably what he was tweeting about yesterday morning. Anybody, argue with me. I dare you. I defy you. Trevor thinks he wanted a breakfast burrito. All right, I Trevor, let's go. double dog down you. Double dog? Yes. Oh, now it's on. I dare I you, I defy you, and I double dog you. I love the double dog dare. Right there. Anybody argue with me. I will allow you your peace before I stomp on your soul. Curtis is with you. After his determination over negativity slogan, I'd say hungry is the best word to describe who he is as a player, social activist, and overall human being. When people are hungry, they eat. When Spida D. Mitchell is hungry, in any aspect of his life career, he feasts. Who's ready for a feast? Okay. It is time for the UNA Golf Open Championship Giveaway. Be caller 12 right now and see what golfer you get for this week's Open Championship. Top 25 and the field will be assigned. If your player wins, you receive the same brand of putter that is in his bag. It is brought to you by Uinta Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971. Yak, when the people call now and try to be caller 12, who are they competing for? Louis Oosthuizen. Louis. 855-340-ZONE. Call right now. 855-340-ZONE. And then we'll see if anybody wants to argue with PK. Next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Craig Bullerjack. You know, you still sense there's so much potential here, but there's definitely need for tweaks. Rudy's frustration, I could kind of see it at the end of the year that he can't do it by himself. And I think the Jazz are probably agreeing that they need to find another guy who can help Gobert in that regard. They've got shooters, they have offense, and I also think part of the equation is Donovan Mitchell. You have to show him and his group that the Jazz are serious about 
moving forward and continue to be a title contender. You know, I think Ryan and D. Wade are two of the best owner and co-owners to do something about it. So we'll see how much of the cap do they want to jump. I think to me that's the biggest question I have because most teams who win titles, they've got to break the cap and then jump. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Davis Vision loves teachers. If you're a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back, schedule a free consultation appointment, and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call them today at 801-253-3030. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com. Looking for people who want to argue with you. You were double dog daring people at the end of the last segment. Jim says it means he wants to have another great year. Michael says he sees how close the Jazz were this year to the championship. He can taste it now. He wants that thirst quenched. That's the great was, thing about it. He was listening to Hans and Scotty G describe in great detail exactly what they did to a brisket and how it tasted when they finally consumed it. It had nothing to do with food. A little early in the morning for brisket. Never too early for brisket. Nobody wants to. You've got the popular opinion. Nobody wants to argue with you. Everybody wants this to be true. Okay, Donovan but, Mitchell in the offseason is up early in the morning at work consumed by the thought of a championship. Right, but I'm talking about worrying about him leaving if the team is in position to win it all, he goes nowhere. That's what I was talking about. For all of you who are worried about somebody said something that Dwayne Wade was thinking. I mean, this is what passes for news today. I mean, there's no citations whatsoever. Sources. I mean, we see, I, I go on there, sources. St. Francis is going to play Fairleigh Dickinson in a basketball game. And, and somebody tweets that out with sources. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's nonsense. And there's no, no accountability sources. You can source anything and put it out there. And, and, and I feel sorry for those who are in that business where they feel like they have to do that to stay relevant. I'm glad I don't have to do that. Uh, but I mean, that's where we're at. Sources, everything is sources. This so some some source said something that Dwayne Wade was worried about the viability of keeping Donovan Mitchell. If this team is in a position to win it all, I don't believe there's any worry. He won't chase something. He already knows. Not unlike Hayward. Hayward wanted to chase something that he was incapable of achieving. He's just not that type of player. Now, he'll, good for him. He's 6'8", and he makes $30 million a year and has for multiple years. And will continue to do it. But, and, and when he's done, nobody will remember him. As 95% of the players, so he's no different. But he wanted the brightest of lights. And you're not going to get the brightest of lights here unless you force the issue. So in a sense, he took the easy way out. And it didn't work. It backfired. Maybe it would have been different if the ankle hadn't been broken. We'll never know. But I don't think he's that type of player. Mitchell is that type of player. So the brightest of lights will come to him. He won't have to go after it as long as the team is 
functioning at a high level and is a viable threat to win it all? That's the thing that I double dog, defy, and dare people to argue about. That is four years away, and the roster is going to look a lot different by then. And to your point, maybe he won't wait all that time. Maybe he doesn't wait for the option. But right now, the roster looks close enough. I mean, obviously they didn't get there, so you can't say it's good enough. But it's close. Well, I don't know what the roster is, so I can't say that. It's about to change. So yeah. who knows what it'll be when right. the next season tips off. So, yeah, when we get it's to all August kinds and of September, we'll opportunities. See. Right. And then do they make any trades as we approach the trade deadline? I assume it's going to be back in February next season. So it's an ongoing thing. I mean, I think just because you have him and Gobert, I think that puts you in contention for a top four seed right off the bat. And then where do you go from there? You know, you're going to need more. They have deficiencies. Every team has them. And how do they get better on that? And it's on management. But that's a great position to be in if you're Justin Zanuck. You're dealing from a position of strength. You know, you don't need wholesale changes to be in contention. You know, if you're like Portland, you know, what do you do? You've got this superstar here who's been just that, a superstar for so long. uh, But they don't really seem to go anywhere. You know, they have to face these tremendous decisions of how to take the next two or three steps. Do you trade C.J. McCollum to get more help for Damian Lillard? Yeah, it's it's a that's a t- big question. Tough tough position to be in. Whereas to me, the Jazz they're dealing from completely and totally a position of strength. You know, they've got a core already here, and what do they do now? Their their positioning is not without pressure. These are pressurized jobs for sure. You know, something comes along. Suppose they have an opportunity to do something that gets better, that involves, let's say, Bogdanovich and or Joe Ingles. You know, what do you Big do question, there? huge move. Yeah. If it comes to pass. See, I don't think not re-signing Conley is, is basically fatal. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Because I think Joe has filled in admirably. And for whatever reason... When he becomes the starter, he just seems to play well or better and is more productive. I don't know if... Play with better players and get the ball more. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, we saw like last night, you know, against the American team, you know, 17 points. You know, he's a major factor. We can get to that coming up next. Joe was out there talking right from the get-go. He's a factor Couldn't wait for that to start. So if Conley is not there, well, then you just slide Joe there. I think you're good. Now, I, obviously, I want Mike back as much as anybody. Unless you can get better. I don't know, but I don't know what better is. That's They know that. They know possibilities, and they will know, and they will decide, and then we'll second-guess it because that's what we do. That's what I do anyway. I don't, I'm don't. i not in a position of any management or leadership. I just second-guess it, and that was good, that was bad, whatever. Uh, my job is pretty easy when it comes to that. Who's buried on somebody else's bench that they can get who will take off when they get here? Yeah, I don't know that that's necessarily the way to go. I mean, you can. It's not the only way to go, but it's a way to go. Well, there are guys looking for opportunity who, for whatever reason, aren't getting to where they are. Well, they they may be a blockbuster. 
Can't rule it out. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Joe Ingles getting the win, Team USA getting the second loss. How concerned are you? We will get to that next. Stay with us.